I'm Kyle Kellams. With me is Heim Goodman-Strauss. How are you? I'm doing great, Kyle. All right. Uh, mea culpa time? Not quite mea culpa, but... Well, first of all, there's a, was for two hours, there was a version of this week's segment posted online. We're redoing it. And if you have one of those... It's, it's valuable. Gonna, it's going to melt your computer, so I would destroy it. Oh, I was going to go the other way and say it's like the Hannes Wagner baseball card. Okay, so remember the, uh, the thing with the – remember we had the thing with the five uh, – we were playing poker in a strange way. Right. All 52 cards were up. Mm-hmm. I could take five. You take five. But we see what, what each other takes. That's right. Then I can discard – per the rules of normal draw poker, right. I could discard as many as I wanted, mm-hmm. take the replacements – and then you would do the same, and you say there was a way to always guarantee that I would not just tie, I would have the better hand. That's right. And we kept in mind that a royal flush was the best possible right. hand. And so the strategy was basically right. Right. Yeah, I mean, you remember. Yeah, I, what I did is I took like five kings the right. first time. Right. Then you took. Uh, I could take it. I mean, maybe I'd take a or flush. I took four, or? I mean, four kings and an ace. I don't have right. five kings in there, but four kings and ace, and you would take. Well, I could so from then I could take say a queen straight flush. Right, but you or, can't. But your highest flush can be your your flush can only be queen high. That's right, because I've taken out the kings. And so then you could take another flush. Right, and now I have ace high flush. But what uh, Jeff Yoke, our old correspondent Jeff Yoke, yes. wrote in immediately to point out uh-huh. in that two hour window was that actually we'd overlook something, and that is which is so, okay. You take the four kings. I've taken four kings and the ace of spades. Now I take four queens. Okay. Now. You're blocked from taking a straight flush, and now so what I could I need to do right. is take – I could either take aces or I could take a straight flush myself, which would be – So that first time around, I want to make sure I get enough that blocks you completely without blocking me. So I'm going right. to take a king and a queen. Well, what, what works is actually if you take four tens, uh-huh. and then I could take four aces or whatever, but then you'd still have access to a straight. Right. What Jeff is a, is a very good poker player. Uh-huh. I think he mentioned he played professional poker, oh. and he knows – which I didn't ever think of, but every every straight has tens and either a ten or a five in it. Right, right. So if you take tens or fives, then uh-huh, you're blocking then you've blocked the straight the, the, in that area. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. So, okay. Collector's well item. <laughs> well, this is kind of cool. It's a little quick puzzle, isn't it? Yeah, and it seems like it's one of those that you could bet somebody about, yeah. and they wouldn't know what you're up to, especially if you took the tens you were sliding. Maybe oh, well, so. I could beat this guy. Yeah. So I actually won. Uh, bar bets are kind of interesting, aren't yes, they? Yes, yes. And uh, I have I have something that maybe qualifies more of, as a hustle than a bar bet. But okay. I wanted to mention, you know, bar bet, this is good to know, is, mm-hmm. a, is a breed of dog. I don't know if you knew that. A, wait, what? A, a bar, bar bet? A oh, bar bet. you call it like a bar bet? There's a breed of dog. And it's I, also a kind of bird. I did not know And this. then I brought in this, this hefty book. What is, is that? Volume 2 of the Handbook of Texas, which, of course, is uh, – Typical Texan. <laughs> Wait, this is the Handbook of Texas. It's volume two, and it says volume two. from C-E-D to F-R-E. And it's a 1,000 pages long, and it, you can Texans. see it weighs quite a lot. Yes. But uh, in here is an article on uh, Vander Clyde. I don't know who Vander Clyde Most is or won't. won't. Here it is. Vander Clyde's uh, stage name was Barbette. He was a transvestite aerialist in the Toast of Paris in the 20s. He was in uh, Jean Cocteau. Mm-hmm. Movies and stuff like that. Yes, yes. Is Barbette. And was it a and play? He, and he died in Round Rock, Texas. That's why he's in the. I see. Isn't that cool? It is cool. So, but Barbette. Oh, and look at the uh, who wrote the article. 
That's all you have. That's yeah, my okay. wife read the article. Yes. That's how I know about that. <laughs> that's right. So was this person pseudonym Barbet because he was making a play on the term uh, Barbet, or it's so. just okay? But he was, yeah, and that meat. Yeah, it's pretty photographed. And there was a bird that's called the Barbet. Yeah. Okay. So well, that's what, worth something, I'm sure. It is worth something. But what about a Barbet? I don't think if I had a dog or a bird or the biography of a dead uh, transvestite in, entertainer from Paris, that would get me money. I like don't know. a bar bet. Well, I don't know that this one would either. Okay. But this is a, a – it's actually something – we talked about a version of this a long time ago, but I had a new realization. I had a realization about very some, something very specific. So uh, I'm going to leave the room for a second, and you write down three numbers of your choice on these pieces of paper. Seriously. Seriously. Okay. And then – and they can be from really big numbers, really little numbers. And then what we're going to do is uh, one by one – so there's three pieces of paper. Mm-hmm. I'm going to – They'll be face down. I won't see what – I don't even know how big the numbers are, how small. I don't mm-hmm. get to flip over a piece of paper and keep it or discard it. If I keep – if I discard it, I'll flip over the next one, keep it or right. discard it. And I – this is the thing. I – with um, – this is why it's more of a hustle than a bar bet. Uh-huh. But you'd think that I, I can actually get the biggest number. You'll make it so the biggest one is the last one you pick up? And that I'll choose. I'll choose. I won't discard. I'll hand it, have, hold it in my hand. Oh, I see it. what you're saying. Okay. And, so, but, I, but the thing is I'll only be able to do it 50 percent of the time. That's why it's not a very good bar bet because I'd lose half the time, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a good hustle because if I'm willing to do this uh, sure. know, with strangers over and over again, odds are. Right. Yeah, because what would you expect the probability I'd get the biggest numbers? I would expect one out of three. One out of three. So that's the way, you know. Okay. So I'm going to write down some. Uh, we're going to do okay, this. Okay. okay. You, you go outside the studio here. I'll be back in a sec. Okay. He's actually left the room. Okay. I'm going to put my favorite number five on one. I'm going to put not yet. <laughs> Goodness. I'm going to put 13 on another. I'm going to put eight. So we're going five, eight, and 13. Okay. okay no. The listeners at home know the numbers. I know. They're, I know. They're going to play along with us. Okay. So now, um, and of course, you know, I mean, I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to win. No, I understand. Okay. So I'm going to pick one, and mm-hmm. it's eight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to discard it. Okay. I'm pick another one, five. I don't like that one. So I got 13. I did it. Right. Well, I mean, I, I could have gotten it wrong, too. Yeah. But, okay, so so you're saying there's a way that you always guarantee at least a 50-50. I can get a 50. Well, exactly. And on average, there's a, that's the puzzle. What's okay. the strategy to at least always get a 50-50? Okay, you got it today. And I did it today. Mm-hmm. You owe me a dollar, I guess. I oh, we didn't put – it was no. $10, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, I got one more thing. Please. I got a couple of things. So okay. um, Ben Anderman – uh, is an online listener, and he mm-hmm. wrote a really neat app for the Princess Puzzle that we did a few weeks ago. Yes, where you can get online. And you have the seventeen doors, mm-hmm. and you've got a and you choose the doors, right. and then the princess runs around, and then you see mm-hmm. if you can catch her. So that's pretty cool. And there's a link on the website. Okay, and, and that then, website is oh, sorry, mathfactor.uark.edu. Okay, and Matt Zino points out something very interesting about the year 2012, and which is, is it's the last in a sequence of 25 consecutive years that ends this one where there's a repeated digit, starting with 1988, right? And then 89 88. had two nines, 90 had two nines, all the right, 90s had two nines. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then all the 90s had a repeated right. digit, and then you got into the aughts. That's right. And then 2010, 2011, 2012. So next year, 2013, is well, four different digits. And we'll have to wait again to what, uh, 2020 or something? Probably. But what's really amazing is that it's actually uh, really not that common. It, 25 is just about the most, the longest run that there's been in the last thousand years. Really? So we're not going to – you and I 
we'll not see the likes of this run again. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll tell you what the longest run is because if you think about – well, maybe I'll let people figure it out. But it's an easy way to see what the longest run is Okay. because, you know, you might have a whole century, for example, where there's a repeated digit. Well, sure, the, the, the 11th century. Right. Well, 1100s, right. Right, and then, the 12th century. Uh, so right. maybe a more interesting puzzle is in the last thousand years, what's the second longest run okay. where it wasn't quite that trick? Okay. So, or really the third longest run because we've got the second longest now. And, and once we get to the 2200s, mm-hmm. we'll be back to – Yeah, that's right. Uh, you'd start at 2199 and go yeah. all the way through – 2199, right. 2299. 102 in a row. 2300. Well, 2300. You'd go from Mm -hmm. 2199 to 2300. That's cool. So it is pretty special. It is. You know, we did not realize just how interesting the number 2012 was. That's right. So anyway, I guess the last thing is Mm -hmm. with these these kinds of mathematical bar bets is uh, there's a whole bunch of – sort of variations on that. We'll talk a little bit about runs of things. Like, so, you know, I might have won or lost, and you can expect sort of a long series of wins and losses. Right. I so, mean, you, you said it's it's not a great bar bet, but it's a good hustle because it's a 50-50 right. chance. And I, I was wondering when you said that statistically, does that make it a good hustle? I would think you'd want well, you odds want a little an edge. bit better. You just want yeah. an edge, you know. I mean, that's how casinos work, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'll bet you 100 bucks mm. that if you flip a coin uh, – 20 times in a row that there'll be uh, – you'll get at least a pair of heads somewhere, and you just pay a dollar for the privilege. You, I'll bet you $100. You pay me a dollar. Okay, so – is if, that a good deal for you or not? That's so what question. you're saying is if we flip a coin 20 uh-huh. times, uh-huh. if we never get consecutive heads, uh-huh. you'll give me 100 bucks. But I, get, I give you a dollar just to play. That's right. And is that a good thing to – is that a good way to make money? That's right. If you're the person putting right. up the 100 bucks. So we got a whole bunch of little okay. puzzles this I week. I like these. I like these. All right. Thanks, Han. And if anybody makes some money, uh, you know, remember us. Right. Uh, we should mention that we do not condone gambling. Well, this isn't gambling. This oh, is okay. hustling. There's a difference. You're, you're guaranteed to win in the. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you will be my liaison to the FCC. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, Han. Bye.